In the beginning, the universe was created. This has made a lot of people very angry and has been widely regarded as a bad move. This show will attempt to find the good, the bad, and the weird, and convey them in a seriously irreverent way. Get ready, adventurer, and as always, we apologize for the inconvenience. Hi, I'm Steven. I'm Aaron. And I'm John. Yeah. 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 Which is real fun. I feel like we missed a lot of gold, actually, this first 30 minutes. Yeah, oh, that's we, what I was saying. We, we like, missed I so much gold. We should have just been recording. But there was some stuff you were talking about that you were like, this is personal right. information. Yeah. Let's yes, talk about this out. Yes, so, yes, yes. So yeah, for those yeah, of you just joining deep. us, <laughs> we didn't we've been having some really great conversation here that you're not going to get to be We didn't entirely take off Labor Day. We came back to wind down with Christy Boone. Hey. Up. Yeah. Hey, Christy. Hey. What's Improv, happening? Oh, you know. uh, improvisational actress extraordinaire. Sure. That, I'll that, take, yeah, I'll take a title. That, sure. I'll take a and, title. And, and, and oh, bingo. Hey, I got a plaque too. Oh, Here's a wonderful. Plaque. Thank you. You're so generous. <laughs> I should have come on way sooner. Uh, and you can pick up your goodie bag on the way out. <laughs> yeah. um, yes, I'll swag. That's your great. O- your Ogletoberfest yeah. and your oat milk cream pie. Yeah. Well, you yeah. know, it's September now, so Oktoberfest is actually. Uh, it's right. That is what did, happens. Yeah. I did just restock the cooler with the Ogletoberfest. Yeah, it's so cold too. Shout out to to Patrick for letting them have him as a poster child. He should have his face right on that can. Yeah, I he could really be agree. Like eight different poster childs. <laughs> poster <laughs> children, sorry. Let's go down this rabbit child. hole and identify which poster which, children. What Patrick all could Patrick could be a poster be. child oh, for? Okay. Uh, no, well, it's not. Okay, let's not do Clearly for Anthem. <laughs> uh, Snickers. Snickers. I think that'd be great. Um, Just hot girls. Hot girls, yeah. Ooh, he's poster definitely child for yes. You know, one Friday, the the hot chick Friday person will be Patrick. Oh, let's make that happen. Let's do it. He's just he is a little hottie. He's a poster, he's a he's a poster, poster child for the uh, Aaron. That's Tuttle. smirk. That's like my for lawsuits. <laughs> <laughs> lawsuits. I'm out on the lawsuits, lawsuits you guys. I have enough happening in my life right now. Lawsuits are not necessary. <laughs> I'll just go ahead and unmic myself. There are a bit of a hindrance. <laughs> uh, I'm really excited to learn how similar Pokemon is to dating and, and Tinder and Tinder apps, from what I understand. Now, Christy, do you play Tinder. Pokemon? I don't. <laughs> don't at all. But but you have some kind of familiarity. I with have it, so much familiarity. I learned a lot here, and then also <laughs> most of my friends, my closest friends, are improvisers and. I assure you, there's a lot of Pokemon Go play. Well, let's think about it. One of the things in Pokemon that you do in order to capture something is to throw balls at it. So, Mm -hmm. Similar to dating. Similar to dating. (laughs) Because no lady or man can say no to a pair of balls in their face. Right. Sometimes you have to throw two or three... That's, yeah, sometimes you have to keep throwing sometimes balls Sometimes you gotta, can you get a little raspberry up front, you know, just kind of. It's weird that your just initial throwing of a ball in someone doesn't work. Sometimes the regular balls don't work and, and they gotta use the ultra balls. Maybe what we're really learning through Pokemon Go is how not to date. Yeah. So don't wander around aimlessly to public places throwing right. your balls yeah. at people. No. Uh, the lures work. Like the, around the this lures, shot at a bar. The lures seem to yeah. work. Yeah. I think that they need to make lures just shot glasses. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you can just I like fill that. it up with various 
That's liquids. what a shot glass is. It's a type of lure. When you get right. to a poke stop, you have to spin it. <laughs> like uh -huh. a, like spin the bottle? Or sit and spin. Okay. Or... All right. So, okay. Oh, good God. <laughs> um, and, and some of your... Uh, Improvisational stuff has Pokemon come up and because oh, mm -hmm. it's you know kind of yes. I'm assuming improvisation yes. also also you know taps in a lot into current day topics and absolutely. Um, I have a friend that improvised with us for a while and he used to laugh and say um, any mainstream uh, trendy topic was lost on me, which was fun. So they would play with it harder because I just didn't get it. And it would be funny because of all the miscommunication. Like, I'm okay with that. I didn't know what was happening with Miley Cyrus. Hmm. Uh, you know, do you know? played with us. No, caught up on I that? really don't. Oh. I saw on Snap today because I went ahead and reloaded my Snapchat. App. Oh, you didn't? <laughs> What'd you do that Something for? Something about Miley Cyrus is there. That's it. I saw her face and I saw Last, her name. Uh, most like, recent I'm good. thing I've heard is butt paintings. Uh, butt paintings. Yeah. Really? They're putting like, paint all over their butts and like sitting on canvases. Okay. So it was really funny. I'd heard about this and thought whatever. And then I heard people talk about it. And then I was standing there and a group of people were talking about it. And then I feel like this was at, at the university and like a, a student was like, well, I guess she's never used a copy machine before. <laughs> like this is what people used to do back in the office days. They'd put their butts in the copy machines and make copies. They're just using paint and it's all messy. Like you can just use a copy machine. I was like, that's a really <laughs> interesting. But they're probably also really high and it probably feels really good to smear all that paint, that paint on your butt. No, just... I'm pretty sure this is another thing that she's done with Wayne. So are they <laughs> probably, are they doing this nudity portion in public or is the nudity portion done behind closed doors? Yeah. Is this an exhibition that you can <coughs> Right, right, right. Do you go no, to IAO? Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was like, wow. I go watch it. I feel like That's I saw fair. a picture. I, I it was not very revealing of the process, but then it was in like it looked like it was in some shop or something somewhere. Like it wasn't a like in a warehouse. Yeah, it wasn't like there was a crowd of people with a rave and glow sticks. An obscure Probably. location <laughs> that has a womb on the front. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> well, more importantly, it's across the street from S and B's. Right. <laughs> Maybe it's on the same side of the street as Iguana. We don't know. <laughs> so uh, the. You guys have been doing some uh, performances recently at the Paramount Theater. Oh, yes. Right? So OKC Improv, which is, uh, so Christella uh, Carizales is currently the artistic director with OKC Improv. Uh, Buck and Clint Brazel, Seal uh, and Raymond, and ooh, which is going to be so, Eric. Uh, they all are like founding members of OKC Improv. So it's been, I want to say this will be officially the maybe eighth year, I think, seventh or eighth year, I can't remember. And Paramount is now a partner for OKC Improv. Nice. And what's great about OKC Improv, it's the nonprofit leg of it, and their mission is basically to develop the community and provide education and performance platform, that kind of thing. And so George at Paramount had that new space, and... OKC Improv does showcases every couple of months for two months at a time, six weeks to eight weeks. Fridays and Saturdays. We'll start the next round this weekend, actually. Friday and Saturday, there oh, will be shows. Okay. Mm -hmm. And it'll go on through the end of October. And then the week of September, like 28th, 29th, 30th, that Thursday, Friday, Saturday, the Independent or Improv Festival of Oklahoma is happening. 
And so that's a joint venture between OKC Improv and uh, Red Dirt. Improv. An improv festival. Mm-hmm. There gonna be food trucks. I don't know. I'm not helping organize <laughs> this one. Uh, so, but with that, then there are many troops that are under OKC Improv, and those troops perform. Uh, they're slated during the showcases, and so you get to see a variation of different types of improv: is, short form, musical, long form. That kind is of this thing. in the noir bar? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. Not the theater side with the movie screening side, but the newest space that's built over around the side by OKC. And it's really, really great. And space watching for it. improv is awesome. I, it would, is. I would have to say it's actually more fun than going to like a live comedy show. Well, that's hard for me. So I'm torn on that one. Because you also now, do you We're looking to too, start right? a fight here. I, yeah, I'm just, I'm just going to cause some trouble. Just with her, just between just Christy and Christy. Just let Christy compete <laughs> with herself. Uh, so. I love improv. I love improv to the level that I wanted to partner and agreed to partner. And we actually have a weekly show that's a for-profit business called Hubbub. We perform in Plaza at District House every Thursday, 7.30. So that's a nice little plug. On the stand-up side, I have attempted stand-up like at open mics and things like that. I'm not a stand-up comedian. Like my friends who do stand-up are hardcore like they I pay their I dues you the, the, the first time we met that's a fantastic yes. example of how i don't know how to do stand-up effectively uh and so but i love all of the people so when i have an opportunity i get asked in several different times from people who own local restaurants or businesses, hey, will you start this night? We really want to do this. I'm like, sure, I'll help launch it. And then just provide places for the people who actually do fantastic stand-up, places to perform and to get paid. So my passion is on both sides. I just really enjoy comedy. I think it's easy to take ourselves entirely too seriously. It is. uh, And to get in ruts, and comedy is a fantastic outlet. And there's just so much shit in the world. And comedy kind of reminds us of how to laugh at the fact right. that <laughs> it's just going to happen well, yeah. and be a better person on the other side of it. Before we started recording, something you guys didn't get to hear, we, we told some pretty dark stories. We did. Yeah. We had some and they were like, when somebody mentioned. Thursday through Saturday seemed a little bad. Some pretty dark stories. You guys want to hear us talk about. We are talking about before the show starts. Some of the best comedy comes from some of the best comedy comes from some of the darkest Absolutely. places. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I you know, Matt Rainey is. I love him. I absolutely adore him. And he's moving to Chicago soon. And he started open mic night at District House on Mondays before anybody was really doing something that was full open mic where it's consistent poetry and music and stand up and giving people just that full platform. And it grew. It grew so well. And his last night was last Monday. And it's interesting. Like there is comedy in the darkness as long as people are comfortable with you telling those stories, right? If you're uncomfortable telling those stories, you can't tell them in front of people if you're going to be in the middle of it and crying about it. Um, I say all that to say I feel a dark spot in my heart now because Matt was in my level one improv class and he's leaving. (laughs) Screw you, Matt. No, we love him. He'll do amazing in Chicago. What a (laughs) douchebag. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> guess I didn't listen to this show. So I guess I, yeah. I didn't know Hubbub. Hubbub happens every Thursday at District it does, House. Yes. Is it a yes. like? Do you have to, is there a cover to get in? It's five dollars. Okay. So super inexpensive. And then OKC Improv is ten. And then it's buy one get one with your Keep It Local card. So for Keep It Local wow, members, yeah, 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 yeah. So ultimately it can be five dollars there. And then. Um, yeah, and then stand-up's happening everywhere. Shit, OKC Comedy is slaying it at ACM, yes. at ACO right now. 
I just got to watch another friend of mine open for Cameron Esposito. Esposito. Uh, she was hilarious. I'd actually never seen her and not heard her amazing who's the other one um, uh, and then Aaron coming? opened for her another um, uh, she comes Jane within the Kirkland? next week right no Maria Bamford oh Maria yes. Bamford she's, she's, she's actually coming to Mitchell Hall she did so well last time they brought her uh, that they moved her to Mitchell Hall and wow ended. she's got the coolest smile yeah <laughs> she really does yeah that's she good. looks awesome <laughs> sells it sells it if you can't sell comedy with a smile who are you as a human <laughs> <Right>. or a comedian <laughs> um yeah, man, there's just, there's really great stuff going on. And I remember, because before improv stuff, I would not done anything associated with any of it, right? Right. No theater background, none of it. And really? just being, mm-hmm. but well, we how did you, how did you here. get bamboozled into it? Several friends. Uh, if I don't say Greg Stewart and he ever hears this, he'll be mad because he takes full responsibility for getting me into it. Uh, my friend Jeanette Shriver, and we actually get to perform together now and have up on a weekly basis. Nice. Uh, Sherry Geist actually was Sherry. one of the people who encouraged me to do we a like that mango. Sherry. I know she's pretty badass. Uh, <laughs> she's a habit of pushing people over edges. Yeah, which is lovely. So yeah. it took three years of people coercing me, and then finally, just a really big life moment where I was like, "I need to change. I need to change everything." So I was driving and not even sure where I was driving, and I was like, "I wonder if they're doing improv class today." And then that was well, it. I was in. Yeah. Are you teaching yeah. an improv class too? I teach an adjunct class at Moore Norman Technology Center, which is improv skills for professional presenters. And then I have another class I think we're doing this fall there, which is business skills for visual and performing artists. And then uh, corporate workshops. I do corporate workshops. And some of the workshops we've done have been with like Dippin' Dots and... Dippin' uh, Dots? Yeah, how yeah, does yeah. The, How do yeah. corporate Good environments gardens. respond to that? I mean... You're it's not using, great. Is it improvisational technique in order to help loosen the or lighten the mood, or is it improvisational no. stuff to help with teamwork and right. to try to get people to work together? And there are different levels of it. I did some improv stuff for the leadership team with Wilshire Gun Club at one point, and Wilshire Gun Club, yeah, and that's a little bit more intense, right? Because the skills were really just there to to get them to think outside of the box of their daily thinking, daily thinking, and then also to appreciate what was in the minds of their teammates. Uh, their leadership team is brilliant all, you know, individually, but they were so focused on their own yeah. places that, you know, they didn't get a lot of opportunity to collaborate and improv is collaboration. It's listening right. and collaborating and, and joining and adding. And you know, it's really fantastic for that on a bigger scale. Uh, like when we presented to the whole development team at more Norman technology center, there were like 120 plus people. So we're in this room with all of these educators and forward thinkers and different things that are going on in regards to developing larger teams. And we were able to take these skills and exercises and then just teach them what that looks like on an, a daily basis for instruction. So mm-hmm. it's kind of a, an, an up, like a scaled up version of the smaller one that I do with the improv skills for professional presenters, which I love. And coming from a corporate background, and then doing the improv now, I can see how they're important and how they relate. I think it's critical. Would it be possible for us to do some improv right now? Yeah, yeah. You <laughs> are. I thought we were improv. Can we, we usually can do? You, can you Isn't lead that us? what we usually yeah. do? No, 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 no. Can no. we get a suggestion? <laughs> okay, so is that how it starts? <laughs> it depends on the team. Some teams just ask for... Um, a word. Some people say, what's the last thing on your phone? Less text message. 
So this is how an improvisational show works. If you go like to the Paramount, there'll be a troupe on stage and they'll yeah. just come out and they'll okay. either ask the okay. audience for okay, a prompt. Let me. All right. And then you guys just right. go. Yeah. I have I have an improv game we can do together. We okay. all do a show. Yes. We have a game. Okay, this is that. called the alphabet game. And it's so super easy. But right. there has to be a punishment. So you guys need to decide what the punishment you is can if spank you mess me. up. Spankings are the punishment. <laughs> I uh, will not allowed myself to be spanked. Aaron, I'll do it. Aaron can do it. Aaron's going to get spanked. Okay, Aaron's going to spank you. Okay, good. I will neither give nor receive spankings this evening. But you can watch. Yeah, you are welcome to watch. Voyeurism allowed. Okay, I will count the swats for you. You guys are twins. You know what? You do your thing. I'm not here. You're right. Not here to stop that. It's America. This is your show. You can't stop it. You can't stop this. You can't stop that. Anyway, we can all do this game together. The all of us, so I don't know if you're comfortable with <laughs> spanking. No, no, no. Oh, he loves spankings. No, no. That, it's understood that I rarely ever agree with any of their ideas. So. Maybe, maybe the um, maybe the punishment is you have to pause and then tell a truth and then we go. Okay. All right, let's do that. So, I don't know. So how the alphabet game works okay, is this. You can only start the next sentence with the next letter of the alphabet. Okay. So for instance, if I'm like Already, I can tell this is going to be a shit show. Next letter would be B. Before I answer this, <laughs> are there any other rules to this? Like certain words <laughs> that you can't start with? Or like that? That's it. That's the game. So then we just go in a circle or whoever feels ready to play. Should we do it in a circle? Yeah, so, that we, a circle. so that there's no confusion as to whose turn it is. So yeah. that way, if it's somebody's turn and they're not going, yeah. the three of us can stare the other one down and sure. intimidate them. Well, I feel like you're really misunderstanding the principles of improv because it's oh, like, gonna, yes, and if then there are no mistakes yeah, yeah, yeah. and your partner is a genius. Oh, we're going to totally screw this up. <laughs> So improv is not a good tool for ridicule and no, judging no, 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 other no, no, people. No, 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 no. That's why I still love oh, stand-up. No, I'm, I'm not, I'm not <laughs> There's the difference. There's got to be an outlet for my sarcasm as well. So. so that's one of the most common segues in improv is the yes, then, or uh, yes, and. Yeah, so there's yes, yes and. and, which is huge. And my partner who works with me on the corporate improv workshops, he did a UCB intensive at the beginning of June. It was a week long intensive. And they were, they, that was basically what they spent most of their time doing. And Harvard Business Journal has actually done studies and they find that the yes and, the if then, so if that's real, then what else is real? And you're building it together, right? Like okay. in a meeting or something like that. Um, and then there are no mistakes. So if something happens, so no it happens mistakes. for a reason, you play with that. Okay. And then your partner is a genius, which whatever your ah. partner does is the best thing you've ever seen in your life. Okay. Um, really, side note, this is kind of funny. We were doing one and a CFO of one organization on this workshop on the feedback, because we do surveys, on the feedback, he was like, and it says, is there anything we could have done differently? And he said, add a touch of reality. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're Wow. Yeah. Right. Uh, so anyway, but what? the Harvard Business Journal found is that companies who were willing to bring in these teams and, and do these studies and improv and work with their teams like that, they had better collaboration. They could troubleshoot more quickly, come up with really good solutions. Um, it's, it's, so it's a fantastic tool. So. Instead of it being a battle. Right. All, All right. right, let's hit it. Let's do this. Okay. Uh, let, let's say uh, Labor Day. Labor Day is the deal. So Labor Day is the deal. Labor Day is, Labor Day is the deal. like Labor whatever Day. Labor Day makes you think of. With an A. With an A. It's 
<laughs> a good day to spend time outside. Beer tastes really good by the case. Can anyone else tell that these two are completely sober? <laughs> Which two? They, yeah. Damn it. <laughs> Don't point out the obvious. <laughs> Everyone can pretty much tell when they're drunk, so I think that's... <laughs> Did you Remember the alphabet? If there's, yes, if there's a pause, yes, yes, you also and, uh, that's the pause. That's when you have to get punished, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, pause or the wrong letter. So now I have to tell a truth. Yep, tell the truth because this is going to be a long, long game that, of alphabet. Was that too long of a pause? All right. Mm -hmm. um, the truth. There is another rule, I guess. Um, Wait, but then do you the do the? Do you just now go to the yeah, letter after his? Be, yeah, no, then I'll take the F. Oh, you'll take the F. Okay. Uh, I ate twelve dollars worth of Taco Bell alone in a car today. <laughs> Do we get to ask follow-up questions here? Nope. You gotta go to the next one. Did you cry? Tears of joy. <laughs> wow. What it what is possible? You know what? It's okay. That's not that's not an uncommon thing for him to do. It's usually though. about six dollars, but today was more. <laughs> Double down. It's Labor Day bitches. Yeah. It's been a long weekend. For real though. Your turn. Wait, <laughs> did you do that? I was going to say it very For yeah. real, though, your turn. She yeah. just did it. Okay. Pay attention. Come on, come on. Pay attention. Come on, come on, come on. We got a long alphabet. Golfing is something that I don't ever do on Labor Day. Oh. How about disc golf? <laughs> I don't think I'd like that either. Just to be clear, do you golf at all? Kids, kids, stop talking about sports. <laughs> I don't know anything about this stuff. Look, I think we should go back to talking about disc golf. <laughs> Maybe if we could smoke weed while we do it. Now, is that legalized in Oklahoma yet? <laughs> otherwise, otherwise, I, yeah, I don't, I don't follow the, I don't follow laws. Oh, Perhaps right. if we could get some of these jackasses out of the Capitol building, then we could oh. legalize it. Question's not on the ballot. <laughs> I just completely forgot the next letter. Uh, a truth. Uh, too many truths in my life right now, you guys. I don't know if that's safe. Uh, truth. Hmm. This is a truth, and I'm about to admit it on here. Uh, last Monday, there was a really adorable gentleman, and I actually walked up and talked to him. And then he hung out with us for a whole week. Aww. He's not from Wait, here. What? He's not even from Oklahoma City. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's it. He went to that's Austin with Pink Cow and everything. Oh, really? Yeah, that's right. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just as just a stranger. Just a, a random stranger. stranger that's awesome. Well done. Right now, right now, I'm experiencing a little bit of heartburn in case I have to tell the truth. <laughs> that was a good truth I gave you guys. You're welcome. Real truth. So what you're saying is you have a lot of things you want to keep hidden from the world. <laughs> tell us all of them. <laughs> Understand this, though. It will be exploited. <laughs> Very exploited. <laughs> Whatever it is you're trying to hide, we will eventually uncover. Ooh. Xylophones, too. <laughs> We're going to get another truth. That's 
yo-yos also. <laughs> <laughs> Zebras are mammals. Yay! <laughs> there you we go. did it. <laughs> well you guys, guys did it, bro. That's a wild time. <laughs> We may oh have to make. Gosh. We may have to do that now with, you know, Ryan Drake makes people play. Oh shit! Maybe we should do that uh, to all of our guests from now on. I've got a game that she can play. Okay. We should shorten the. Uh, yeah, make it shorter. For I sure. came Just up. The vowel. I came up Just with a. Um, <laughs> I came up and with a modified why. version of the game Twenty Questions. Do you know that game? I do I came know up that with a game. modified version it. of that game today. It's called One Question. So what I'm going to do is think of something, and you have one question. I get one question. So I'm trying to figure out what it is. So hold on one second. Let me think of something. Okay, I got it. Okay, you get one question. All right, boxers. No, oh, wait, no, I gave you an no, answer. No, you have My to. This, no, I already suck at this I, game. I have thought of something. In the form of a question. I have thought of something, and you can ask me one question to try to figure out what it is. Like Jeopardy. Like, like 20 a, questions. It's really more like Jeopardy. You only get no, one question, no, Alex. That's no, true. You, you, you're not giving me an answer. You're asking a question that is not something that's a, okay, an that's answer fair. in the All form right, of. So. Okay. Um, did you lose it today? No. Okay. You lose. All right. Well, over. she didn't Game over. get a chance to guess. <laughs> That's that doesn't matter. She well, I know it's not his boxer briefs or wallets. <laughs> I did okay. Has anybody so seen I had, John's okay. So here's the yeah. if you find a wallet, okay. That's if I don't say where it is because then they'll if just take I would have had to have told the truth, my truth would be before we came to record this episode. Literally about forty five minutes ago, I lost my driver's license, my debit card, and my underwear, and I don't know where any of them are at this given moment in time. <laughs> They and literally this just true. fell off of him. While yeah. he was walking. <laughs> I don't know where they... In so no particular isn't that, order. Isn't that something from Hitchhiker's Guide? Isn't there something that makes people's underwear leap like one foot to the left or something yes. like that? <laughs> well, this this slipped like many feet. Because <laughs> I literally I don't know where they are. They could right, be in Western He somewhere. did something that I thought was pretty funny oh, this weekend. Um, Me? Yeah. Now you're telling a truth on him. Yeah, that's not how this I'm game actually going to let him tell the story because I thought it was pretty entertaining. Oh, okay. The, uh, randomly helping somebody find their iPhone oh. in Tahlequah and just John vanished for like two hours with a group of strangers. I was not going to leave. I was not going to Looking for the phone? Hours. That's yeah. not where you want to, you don't want to disappear in Tahlequah. Okay, no, so we went, to, we went to the Illinois River and uh, we stayed at War Eagle. I don't think it's Tecumseh, not Tahlequah. <laughs> they 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 have all kinds of places to rent and stay, and some of them are what are called bunkhouses, and they're just these big buildings that are mm -hmm. poorly furnished and really uncomfortable and smell bad. Um, but we were staying in the middle of a row of three of them, and then a bunch of us all got off of the river at the same time, so we're all on the start road getting settled back in, and somebody comes walking over yelling, does anybody have an iPhone? You guys have an iPhone up there on our deck? And I'm like, I, I have an iPhone. And she goes, well, somebody stole our camouflage cooler and I need to use the find my iPhone app to see where it is. Can I use your phone? So I hand it to her and she pulls it up and she goes, oh my God, I see it. It's, I found it. It's five miles away. It's over at the Sonic somewhere. Hey, would you mind coming with us? We found this other strange guy that we don't know that's going to drive us in this pickup to go find my phone. Will you come with so us So they got right a stranger now? with a pickup and a stranger with an iPhone, and now they're all going to get together. So who put their phone in the cooler is what I want to okay, know. Okay, so it was these three girls that they all put their phones inside of a waterproof oh, bag that they okay. then put this cooler <laughs> they were using was their dry cooler. So this okay. is the cooler that they were putting stuff in that they didn't want to get wet. Okay. 
And so I'd pile into this truck literally immediately within like yeah, one like, minute of meeting all of these people. Sean's <laughs> like, oh, I guess Sounds I'm going like to go. my Monday night last <laughs> Monday. Yeah. Right. So I'm, I'm crammed in the back of this pickup with three girls that I don't know. They're all still in their bikinis and we're all still wet from getting off the river. And now we're just flying on Highway <laughs> I have 10. too many things to say right now. <laughs> oh. Yeah, you can say them all. But anyway, so we, so we come back around and sure enough, we, we see a Sonic because we saw on the map that it, it put a Sonic on there. And so the the guy driving the pickup, who these girls also didn't know, pulls in, and one of the girls just leans her head out the window and starts yelling, "Does anybody have a camo bag that's not theirs?" And then all of a sudden, these people jump up and they go, "Yeah, we do!" Wow! <laughs> and we found it. Like these people, that's amazing. These people that were on this, we were all kind of rafting around together, and this group of people had a camo bag. And when we were all getting off the just bus, stuff, one yeah. person goes, "Hey, there's our camo bag," and the last person in their group goes oh hey there's our camo bag and they grab both of them so a little wait a minute a little backstory here you all kind of knew who these people well, were no they weren't those, like random no, people just it's, like, it's kind of like knowing those somebody two, on the interstate because you've driven alongside right, them for 100 those miles two, <laughs> those two groups of people did because they kept passing each other on that, the river that goes a long way though <laughs> these people but then those groups of people that had been kind of passing each other on the river happened to be one of them happened to be staying so right next to us. our cabin Gotcha. Because if you've been like on a bus with somebody for a hundred miles, you at least know no, at no, this no. point. Well, like, well, they're probably not. What I say like on prone a, to like spontaneous yeah. stabbing. Fits well, when I say on a bus, it's, it's just because whenever they um, take you up to your drop-off point, you're just they just throw a bunch of people on an old school bus for like five minutes to take sure. you to the drop-off point. So you don't really meet new people on the bus, but you do when you're on the river. Because you know, you're on the six Look, mile like, like trip. on you know yesterday was I don't know thousands of people were on that river oh, the yesterday river was packed. and it's low so it just some point you know there's maybe a hundred rafts of just drunk half clothed wet people all just stuck there right yeah. <laughs> just not there's care. people running off into the woods pooping you know oh, people making right, sandwiches you know. uh, another truth I've never floated <laughs> the river. Oh, do it. You should, you do should it. totally do really? it. Yeah, it was yeah. fun. 100%. I've done it a long time ago. It gets, it, gets, um, it gets a bad rap sometimes where people are like, oh, you, that's something that you do when you're a kid. Like, no, go float the river. Go down there. Get a get a campsite. Pitch a tent. Go float the river. If you don't, I do if, enjoy camping. That's what they need to add to the river sport down here is like a big, lazy a river. A big, lazy river. Oh, my God. That would be I awesome. That would be so cool. A lazy river. Like if they just wrap that whole complex in a big lazy river. I mean, if they can so make those rapids. Dump your kids off in the middle and just. Yeah, <laughs> just wrap it around that whole thing. Yeah. Just go in circles. Wait, is there a lazy river at Six Flags in Arlington or is that the one that's at like. That's a, probably a wet and wild uh, in Arlington. Yeah, yeah. Wet, and wet and wild. Does wet and wild still exist? I don't know. It does I, we're in my talking. house sometimes. I mean. I <laughs> 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 If we're telling truths. <laughs> if we're telling truths. Yeah, we stopped telling Wait, truths. Wait, are we still doing that? Yeah, yeah. You, you, you that, could have quit doing that, that a long time ago. All you have to do is say another truth. And so that was another truth. And another you. thing. And another thing. <laughs> and then. My goodness. And Who then, painted then, the then, black then, and then. white panels? Uh, they're actually acoustic tiles. Okay. They're really cool looking. So <laughs> actually, I thought somebody just craft. decided to paint canvas. <laughs> Steven, no, Steven got creative Perfect over squares there. squares and a rectangle, black and white, black and white. It, it just kind of, it started out as tiles and then this thing on the wall kind of became an art project. Yeah. It kind of made the whole space feel like it. Well, because the room like that we're in that. is just one big Lovely. box. 
It's rectangle. a weird L shape. This is not a box. That's more of a rectangle with a little nook for the beer. The beer nook. The beer nook, <laughs> It kind of yeah. feels like an incubator. And also the pumpkin faces. <laughs> Wait, yeah, where's the pumpkin faces? John brought those over here one day. I don't know why. Oh, that, that was... Uh, so when Judy and Garrett were moving, they had... <laughs> You just brought their random yeah. stuff over yeah. here. No, so they were moving and they had left all this stuff out on the side of the road. You know how people will do like on trash day. And I was like, you're, you're throwing away your pumpkin trick or treat containers. Yeah. And she goes, you can have them if you want. I was like, I'll take them. So I, I, it's in the middle of the summer and I grab them. I'm walking down Walker, like in front of the pump and I'm holding these two <laughs> trick or treat pumpkins. I ran to one of my daughter's uh, friend's parents <laughs> the other day at school and she goes, did I see you walking down the road the other day with two pumpkins? <laughs> so, yes. So somebody saw me. That wasn't me. Somebody <laughs> did notice me doing that, and got, I got called out on. It. I was like, "Yes, I was. I was carrying trick or treat pumpkins in the middle of July." Yes, you caught me. Oh my gosh, I kind of <laughs> want a twin just so I can do like all this random okay, shit. So be like, that was not me. There's, in my office, my there's a guy that I work with that lives around here. And whenever he first started working there, he saw me. He goes, hey, you live over in Paseo, don't you? You're always walking those two little dogs. And I was like, no, that's not me. That's that's my next-door neighbor that's also my twin brother that walks those dogs. And he gives me this look. He's like, what the hell? <laughs> like, he thought I was, like, messing with him. Giving him and a I, And to this day, I think that he still thinks I'm messing with him. Like, I want to go up to him and be like, no, dude, I, I wasn't kidding. Like, that's actually not me. That is my twin brother that's walking with us. That's not me you're seeing. So I you still know. think he's mad at me because he's thinking I'm screwing with him. You could probably just, nowadays, just create a twin in social media. Yeah. And just be like, oh, by the way, you guys never Man, met her. Idea. She's been living in so-and-so. <laughs> Four there you go. Do it. it. She just came well, back. Well, now, anybody who might What's the name? Is, is, it, is it Misty? No, is no that twin sister Misty? Oh, <laughs> All right, I'm doing it. <laughs> oh, you don't know Christy's twin sister Misty? We'll help you, we'll help you Christy perpetuate and Misty. It's Christy and Misty. <laughs> I feel like Christy and Misty makes it a little too Misty's, easy. Misty's, like Misty's the one that's been to jail. Carly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Misty's the bad yeah, twin. Misty's you wanted Misty's to rhyme the, the evil twin. twin. <laughs> Misty holds a hairless K. cat and puts a pinky to her mouth. Mm. The only one that she has. Because <laughs> you don't want to know what happened to she Misty's under pinky. She in prison. <laughs> she still sells glow sticks every summer at raves. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think I just saw a picture of her from the Backwoods Festival. Oh, man. Uh, I was like, oh, my God. It's a great excuse for going and doing all those crazy things. You don't yeah. want to be spotted at. You still want to post yeah. pictures on. Mm -hmm. Like, oh no, that was my that crazy. Was Didn't my I see you getting like a filter sobriety test on the highway? <laughs> no, oh, no, that was that was my twin. <laughs> yeah, she crazy like that. <laughs> no regard for society. <laughs> Steer clear of Misty. <laughs> right, so you were in a film recently. You were in a film called mm -hmm. Broadcast. Yes, because Mickey Reese is awesome. Mickey, Mickey Reese. Reese. Love him. I liked I liked Mickey's Forty Eight Hour. That was I a good film. I still have not seen it. I, Which one was that? Uh, the I think very first one. The, link, the very first one that was Which the. What's called? Uh, oh, tribe. The. No. Uh, wasn't it Tribe? Sorry, yeah. Mickey. Maybe that oh, was it. Sorry, was Mickey, it? Love you. Yeah, there was a wedding. Um, oh, and that was oh. kind of this handheld it, camera. Was it the Youth Called Ties? Yeah, thank youth Called Ties. Yes, yes. That's thank it. you. Uh -huh. And yeah, they actually. So they September 2nd was this Saturday. Oh, yeah. How did that go? Yeah. Best costume, best hair. They, they got something. best 
hair. They did win something. Yeah, they yeah. did get an award. And it yeah. feels like it was related to hair costume. I think it was hair and makeup. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Uh, but they were nominated for several. Like, yep. it was great. Uh, yeah. And how about you guys? How did you guys do with yours? Well, we, had, we had one nomination. But we yeah. had a nomination. But we did not win. We did okay. not win. It was That's only our second good. attempt. We didn't have one. So. I was just yeah, happy. It was a fun project. Was I enjoyed awesome. the time. Oh, it was um, an amazing I enjoyed experience. your guys' film a lot. Thanks. Thank Actually, you. Yeah, it was very well done. I liked Dennis Spillman. Ah, uh, yeah, he's pretty team. awesome. Oh, we're now Davis. doing, and I was telling Stephen this the other day. We're now doing these uh, quarter minute yep, segments. Quarter minutes. Yeah, I've been watching those films. Yeah, I have not been able to make it to both our first two sessions of filming. I've had conflicts <laughs> both times, so that's been really great. Um, but I will say, yes, Mickey's amazing. Broadcast was incredible. Uh, best drama nomination in the Austin. What festival? It's a film festival in Austin. It's coming up on the 20th and 21st. I'll see it tomorrow, but right now I can't. I'm really excited about it. So we're driving down the 20th and coming back. Well, I'll fly out from there to go somewhere else. But um, so we're going down then. And uh, and then also Suede Head, which I don't know if any of you have seen Suede Head. You had brought that up somewhere, like Fat Dog or something. But I hadn't heard about that one either. It's just really, like broadcast is phenomenal. Like (laughs) it's, it's a... Kind of dark comedy, but then it's also a feel good. And just, you're some, connected uh, to the character. Michael Lean killed it. Pretty other easily recognizable so actors from around here in mm-hmm. that as well, right? Yeah, yeah Kate Jones, yeah, Michael Jones, and uh, uh, Mason and Jacob was in there as yeah. well. Yep. Uh, yeah. So that was fun. There's, it's just fun to work with Mickey. And then he gets to do his Elvis film. He's starting that. I think he's starting. He's been doing a uh, fundraiser for that, right? Yes. Uh, no, I think like a GoFundMe or he, something. It, they started. It, yeah, it, it, he reached his goal. Yeah, oh, I know somebody donated uh, like a bunch of different, like like specific time period pieces and and space and oh, wow. uh, like really really. Yeah. So give him a lot of resources then. Awesome. Nice. Mm-hmm. Financial so investors. Mickey Reese is a, he's a local filmmaker. He just had a film mm-hmm. called Broadcast come out, and now mm-hmm. he's got another film that's going to start in the works. Yes. It's called. Uh, yep, this I'm is the awesome. one that Shane was just sharing yes. with us. Yes. Is it I, Aliens? It's called yeah. Alien. Mickey Reese's Alien. Mickey Reese's Alien, and it's yeah. about Elvis and ish. Ish. It's just going to be a really okay. dark. Is it going to be like Bubba Hotep? Yeah, Bubba Hotep was awesome. Was just, yeah. <laughs> I still haven't seen that one. Did you guys ever see T Rex that mm. Mickey did, by the way? No. Uh-uh. Mind blowing. Um, so, yeah, he's super talented. I enjoy working with him. Um, did you head over to the Geekonomicon this weekend by any chance? Mm-hmm. The, the, no. no, I, I did knew you that see was who coming. was here. Yeah. I saw Eric Roberts. Mm-hmm. Adrian Pastar mm-hmm. was here. I wasn't here. here. I just said. <laughs> There were some pretty good names for you. I was floating on a river. Well, so yeah, <laughs> so so I Eric Roberts, um, who I guess in relation to the Geekonomicon was in um, The Dark Knight. Yeah, oh, no. um, he was one of the villains. In yeah, that series. And then Adrian Pazdar, which if you ever watched the um, first uh, few seasons of the original Heroes TV show, he was the guy that was running for public office and could fly. Yeah, like. Uh, hmm. Uh, Nathan Petrelli. Yeah, he played Nathan Petrelli. So, like, well, I'm, so I'm sitting over here in, in Tahlequah, like looking at all these pictures. I'm like, there's all these people that were all at the 48-hour film festival, and now I'm seeing these pictures of all of them. They're just standing there hanging out with Adrian Pazar and Eric Roberts. Oh, that's and awesome. All these, I didn't know that. I didn't know it was going to be happening. Yeah, I knew that was coming up, but I didn't realize it was this weekend. Yeah, just well, I mean, it's a big a transformer wide, out there. Wide. Project, yeah. film project, right? I mean, all these different cities from all over the place do yeah, the 48 I just, hour films. I didn't, I didn't understand the, so really the scope cool. of it. Yeah, yeah, it was awesome. 
It was really cool. <clears throat> I was excited to be able to actually do the share. I loved you guys. Oh, that's great. Uh, another thing. Oh, I know what. Uh, another project I got to work on this year that was phenomenal. Um, so I had done a commercial with uh, the guys at uh, Boiling Point Media, Ryan Belgart and them. And I got to do a horror film with them earlier this year. And I think really? they're releasing it. The the premiere will be in October at Harkins. And we wow. get to invite as many people as we want. So I'll make sure I invite hey, you guys. Invite us. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> so uh, when we did it, God, he's amazing to work with as well. Um, but when we did it, it was initially called Give It to Someone You Love. Uh-huh. And they have a sales agent uh, for distribution. And they changed it to Gremlin. The sales agent talked to him into Gremlin. Gremlin. Like Gr- Gremlins. Like Gremlins, but it's Gremlin. So really? I'll show you guys. I think I can what? send a link to the poster or whatever, too, because there's like already a promotion. It's just called Gremlin. I think. Just Gremlin. Just one, no S. And the creature's really cool. First of all, you guys need to understand I hate horror films a lot. And I don't get to say any of the stuff that happened because it would give things away to everyone beforehand but I will say that it pushed me a lot and then also now it's kind of fun I'm not quite as terrified of horror films because now I understand more the movie magic side of it which is what Ryan told me from the beginning he was like you'll get you'll understand the movie magic and then they won't creep you out as much so nice but I'm excited for that one I'll tell all of you and you Gremlin. you did remind me of one thing that I did this weekend that just hit me is I got to go see Neverending Story in the theater. Wait, what? Yes. They showed it at Tinseltown. Yeah, I knew that was, I knew I was going to miss that. Okay, now I'm really, really depressed. That's the best movie ever. They had this little feature at the beginning, which was mostly boring and for like any kids that might've been in the audience that were watching the first time, it was totally spoiling the whole movie for them, which is kind of BS. But it pointed out something to me that I did not know that my mind is blown about. The, there was a score written, but then there were, they also brought in a different composer to write all the weird electronic stuff and to make and to write the song, the Neverending Story song. Lamal. No, it was Giorgio Moroder, who was like this really big name in EDM from Germany at the time. Like Daft Punk did a whole yeah. song about him. Like he was really? one of the first people to ever use wow. like a synthesizer on a track and to like synchron up to a click track and do all this stuff. And it was like, there it was, big as life. Like okay. whatever the other name of the. <coughs> The composer was, and then yeah, Giorgio Moroder, and I was like, "Holy crap!" And as I was listening to the <laughs> watching the film, I was like, "I'm my mind is blown." Yeah, I need to watch again. it. I need to watch it again. Yeah. You got to Wait, see no, it so, at the theater. Yeah, it yeah. Was awesome. So the song never knew. Sorry, the the vocalist is Lamal, um, which Lamal is one half of the band Kajagugu from the '80s, who did that song um, "Too Shy." Hush, hush, shy, why? Oh, all right. Bum, 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 right. Anyway, yeah. yeah, that was that was that's Lamal. Right. That when you hear the never-ending story, that's Kajagugu. Another thing about never-ending story that delightful. I love is there was a uh, the film company in Germany that wanted to get it made, hadn't developed the technology yet to pull some of it off, and yep. so one of their other directors said, "Jen has just finished." Creating some technology to make his movie Das Boot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so they had him come in and make Never Ending Story. Yeah. <laughs> After he made Das Boot. Which is also the same guy that made The Perfect Storm, That's the right. George Clooney movie. The same guy that directed okay. Never Ending Story, directed The Perfect they, Storm. They Wolf I like Wolfgang Peterson. Yeah. I want to say that somebody leaked that tribute to oh, me at one point the, and I can't remember. That's the 30th anniversary of the publishing of Never yeah. Ending Story. Right. That's okay. An interesting tidbit I learned about that too is the author was very closely involved with the film up until the point where they needed to end the movie. (laughs) 
strangely <laughs> enough. Like, oh, we're going to end it. Yeah, and so that was I'm a big out. deal. And, and one of the producers <laughs> came up with this idea because they were thinking of like, well, this whole thing is like, the whole point is that this is all taking place in Bastion's imagination. <laughs> and it's like, and if you were at that moment, and how can we continue this imagination? It's like, let's let's flip the script and bring it back to the real world. Bastion brings Fantasia into, into the, the real, real world. world. And apparently the author hated this <laughs> and, oh, really? and sued and tried to get the oh, film shut mm -hmm. down. But it was wow. one of the largest film productions in German history. And they were like, no, no you're not <laughs> stopping it. Like, it was something like $60 million, That's which back crazy. then was yeah. mind blowing because there was no technology. Like everything was practical. They had yeah. like three or four 43 foot luck dragons that were run by like 26 puppeteers. Holy crap. And they were taught, they had all these things. Like every one of those creatures was run by like, like the rock biter was like 11 people. They look wow. like such big, big strong. strong. Yeah. So, <laughs> and another piece of things I didn't realize that, that the teeny weeny guy that rides the snail is Deep it's Roy. That's snail. Deep Roy. You're right. That is it's Deep, Deep Roy. Roy. Yep. Is it really? He's yeah. the guy that did That's the, crazy. He was the Balloon and the new he's Charlie Chuck. He's, he's, also, watch it again. he's also the little creature that hangs out with Scotty in the new Star Trek movies. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yep. That's also Deep that's Roy. That's him. So. Wow. Incredible. That movie is literally still like relevant to, Absolutely. Oh, yeah. to this day. Like, well, that, yeah, that, that movie literally lives <laughs> in every corner of my brain. I mean, that is just. But if you haven't read the book, you got to read it because the movie, you know, is only the first half of the I book. Read, I'd, I'd never really thought much about the book yeah. until yeah. watching this. And then I, I, so Bastion goes to Fantastica and basically kind Fantasia. of becomes the. Well, in the, yeah, book, the book is Fantastica. Fantastica. Yeah. Okay. And he becomes kind of the ruler of Fantastica okay. and other bad things happen. And, and then I remember when I was probably. Fourteen years old, I went to the Shawnee Mall because I was very excited to go watch the Neverending Story Part Two. <laughs> I never watched it. I just and felt I like cried. I would be disappointed. I cried so hard because it fucking sucked. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so, so glad I didn't watch awful. it. <laughs> Thank that you. Was just boo hoo because it was terrible. <laughs> and I'll warn you right now: The Shining is coming October 23rd. Sweet. Okay, wait, wait. Jack Nicholson? Yeah. The Shining? Yes. The Shining. Yeah. In theaters here. That'll be sweet. Yes. So there. Thank I'm you, Phantom, Fathom that. Events. Yeah. I love Fathom Events. I love bringing I back these. I always forget about that movie. To When I tell people, like, the movies that I love in life, I forget about The Shining. Just, and one of the great things I love about The Shining is the, isn't the bartender in that name Delbert? Isn't that his name? Oh, I don't no, remember Lloyd. that. I don't... No, in the book. Oh. I don't know. Oh, okay. It's been so long since I read the book. I never read The Shining. So October 23rd. Just read all the Jericho. I think it's okay. Wait, what's, okay <laughs> what is, so, so what is the opening line of the novel, The Shining? Officious little prick. It's the first line of that <laughs> book. Officious little prick. It's very poignant. It is very poignant. <laughs> it is. That's it's a what, great first line. That's what Jack is thinking about the guy that's sitting on the other side Stephen of the desk King's, that's interviewing Stephen him. Stephen King's novels had great oh God. first lines. Opening I lines. I never read The Shining. Yeah, I his had, opening lines are just the I racing a fled across the desert and the, wait, the, man, the black man. The man in black, black fled, fled across, across the, desert the desert and the gunslinger followed. There it is. Yeah. yeah. I had Which, yeah, a collection of Stephen King I'm novels. And I ended of, up giving all of them to my aunt when I graduated. I'm in the middle of drawing of the three right now. It's fantastic. So, so one of the other things about Stephen Tower. King is he frequently mentions the drink Moxie in his books, which is a soda pop that is sold in the northeastern part of the country. It's kind of like Maine's version of Dr. Pepper. And I ordered some of it a while back and it no. came in the mail. So I'm like reading 112263, like drinking Moxie. Drink it with rum. 
Whoa, <laughs> that actually was <laughs> red rum. rum. Yeah, red rum. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a pretty good drink, red rum and moxie. Ugh. The right. king cocktail. Mm-hmm. So improv, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> this has been improv. I feel like you guys. Yeah, we're, so, I think we're pretty good on time. So again, tell yeah. us how we all can right. come see you do improv. Right. Okay. So ways to come support all the art stuff. Uh, stand up. You have Jesse Kyle. She has a show. Oh, Jesse. Yeah. Uh, at Anthem. I know that uh, Josh Lathy's been doing one out there. Still have open mics, even though Matt's uh, no longer hosting them. Open mics at District House on Monday still happen. It's a really great time. For improv, we have OKC Improv. The showcase starts this weekend, Fridays and Saturdays, every Friday, Saturday, 7.30, 9.30 shows at Paramount, then Hubbub every Thursday. And we partner, or Take One partners with us, and they do short form. So they open our shows, and then Hubbub does long form based on audience stories that are shared, and we just play scenes based on their stories. And then, um, (laughs) trying to think of anything else, film-wise, just make sure anytime you have a chance to... Support Watch local films film. from yeah. your local directors and crews. Do it. When you get an opportunity to be involved in projects, just jump into it because it's fun. You get to meet creative people. Um, yeah, I think that, that covers everything. Right on. Yeah. And another reason to go to Anthem for those stand-ups is you can now buy High Point beer there. High yes. Cold, cold High Point beer. You can buy cold High Point beer and because take it women, home in your car. Women have been liberated. We vote. <laughs> 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 they repel the 21st Amendment, same not the 19th. Same day, the same day. <laughs> Tap Liberation Day and Tap. Women's Equality Day and National Dog Day. And National yeah. Dog that Day. so great. It's I just kept taking day, Steven's yeah. microphone. <laughs> it's good. Yeah, I'm glad you're here to celebrate with us. <laughs> we helped make this possible. Liberation! <laughs> oh liberation never tasted so good. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Well, thank you, Christy. Yeah, thank you to all of you. This has been delightful. Indeed, fun way to spend Labor Day evening. Wrap up the weekend. It's been great. Oh crap! I'll remove this from my bra now. Episode has been coming to you from Christy's bra. Oh yeah, that's right. Thank you, Christy's bra. Yeah, thanks. Now we just gotta find John's underwear. Unrelated. Unrelated. See you guys later. Classy, OKC. Okay, <laughs> You've been listening to The Wafty Show with Stephen, Aaron, and John. As always, we need to thank Joshua Path for the use of our theme song, Cement Truck, off the album Between Heaven and Jonestown, recorded by the magnificent Kurt PR. Kurt's, Kurt's awesome. That is available on iTunes, CD Baby, and anywhere the internet can be found. Remember, as you go out to visit our local places and events, make sure you take care of those who take care of you. Tip your waiters, waitresses, bartenders, musicians, and artists. They're out there working hard for you. We come out with a new episode every Monday. You can find us on iTunes by searching We Apologize for the Inconvenience, where you can subscribe, rate, and comment. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Wafty Show. Facebook.com slash Wafty Show. We'll see you next week. Woo!